All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to It's Just Say Talk. This is episode 015. That was the theme song for One Day at a Time, which we'll talk about it later. We'll cry. Uh, I'll say a eulogy for it. Uh, you know, Netflix. You suck. So we'll talk about it later. But yes, welcome. My name is Mauricio. I am your host. It's just a talk is where we talk some tea. We talk some true. But you know, we always have time to talk some shit. Today's episode is being brought to you by Pupusas. And I'm not sure if an episode was being brought by Pupusas before, but I had Pupusas last weekend, and it reminded me, I wonder if I've been being brought by Pupusas before. And not just any Pupusa, like either a Salvadorian mom needs to make it, or the ladies at Panchitas need to make it. Because last time I went to Panchitas, that shit was lit, and not because the Pupusas are bomb because they are. There was like a fight inside it. Uh, people were getting kicked out. I, like the lady that cooks came out screaming with like her spatula. And I was like, ooh, after the party is the after party. Or for some people, they're getting kicked out of the bar and then the pupusa plays. So if you're ready, I'm ready. We're going to get this party started. So let's get this Spanglish, political, queer, shady, and everything podcast on the road. Because today we have a special guest. I'll see you there. That's literally my favorite part when he just goes, ooh, ooh. All right, all right. Welcome back to another section that I like to call Who You Is. Because today we have a, a special guest. So we're going to, I'm going to ask our guest, he, she, they, them, whatever their pronouns are. We'll ask that later. But right now we're going to start with some rapid cut. Fire questions. Rapid fire questions. Oh my god, I get tongue twisted all the time. And usually I can th- I can talk with things in my mouth. There's proof. Uh, Alright, question number one. Uh, what is the one thing you own you wish you didn't? Ooh, what do I own that I wish I did not? Um... Too many extra bed sheets. Like, you only need one good one, and that's it. Like, why do I have so many bed sheets? Like, I don't need them. Number two, describe the perfect kiss in three words. Ooh, like, juicy, wet, and even more juicier again. Emphasis on juicy. Number three, (laughs) what is your biggest addiction? Ooh, um, binge-watching TV. Number four, do you have a song that reminds you of a relationship? If so, what's that song? Ooh, it's um, You Are Home To Me. It was from Noah's Ark. I don't know if you remember that show. That show was everything. Um, But it's like, yeah, it brings back all the feels. Number five, how many books have you read so far this year? And I guess it's March, so in the last three months. Um, I I don't read books, not in the sense that I don't read books, but like I... I, like, read articles or skim books, but, like, I've never, like, dedicated myself... Unless it's really, really good, it has to... Yeah, I just haven't read a full book this year. Side note, I had, yes. I went on a date recently. Well, maybe not that recent. But I asked the guy, hey, what book are you reading um, right now? And his answer was, I don't read books. I only read people. Oh, I was okay. Like, no, that's a little um, shallow. I would not say that. I'm going to lose your number now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm leaving the date. But I do read, I read articles, I read publications, you know, okay. I also read people. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Number six, when you, when you dance, you look like? 
um, either a hot mess or really put together, depending upon how much, you know, I've drank or, like, you know, what I've done that day. All right. Number seven, who have you met that you wish you had never met? I mean, like, <laughs> which one of my exes do we want to talk about? Or actually, we're not going to talk about that because I'm going to show. So next question. <laughs> Number eight, if you were famous, what would you be famous for? Oh, I'd be famous for uh, I'd be like writing. Somehow writing either a book or um, a film series or something. Number nine, what is the worst job you could have or you've had? Oh, I am not a detail person. Like, I'm not a detail-oriented person. I can think, like, big picture and, like, do a bunch of things at once, but I cannot do, like, one thing at once. So anything that's, like, if it was, like, accounting or I don't know, that I'd suck at that. That'd not be good. And last question. What is your favorite TV show and why? Ooh, um, Sense8. Sense8, that was such a powerful TV show for me because of the diversity it showed, not just, like, within the U.S., um, and it was written by two trans women, and it featured a trans, you know, character, and it had people from all over the whole world, from Korea, from Mexico, from... Where else were you from that show? But it was, just like, the diversity of, like, people's experience and lives in that show also, like, intertwined with, like, sci-fi, like, reading each other's mind. Like, I was, like... I could not get enough. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I'm, I'm. Yes. I was gonna watch it, and then when I heard that it was like over, I was like, "Well, what's the point now?" Well, watch the sex scene. If anything, it's like thirty seconds. You will, will never regret that for the rest. of Oh your wow! Life. It's yeah. like, is it like porn? It's like soft core porn with like all genders, like and like just this like huge. Yeah, it's an I'm orgy? not gonna. Yeah, it is an orgy, but oh. the most tasteful like. And the soundtrack to the orgy is really good. And, like, scenes of it were also filmed in San Francisco, so I was really sad that I didn't get to be there for it. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you guessed it, great. You can have a cookie. But if you haven't, can you tell us who you are, who you is? Oh, I'm Vicente. Vicente Garcia. Tell us. But tell who's Vicente Garcia. Tell us who you are, what you do, your pronouns, uh, your favorite things to do on a date. I don't know. Like, just tell us who you are. So, Vicente is a queer, Latinx, dreamer, storyteller, creator, disruptor, who's looking for love in his life and trying to figure out how to become successful without failing. But it's okay to fail and learning that it's okay to fail and getting up every day and trying to live my best life. Yes! yes. I'm here for it. Yes. Where are you, are you originally from, Vicente? I'm originally from a little town called Dublin, California, which is a suburb full of, um, well, when I was growing up, it was full of white people and cows, which is a great, lovely experience. Dublin is, like, farther north, right? It's farther east of Oakland, so it's like, like the blue line and the BART. You know, like, now approaching Dublin, Pleasanton. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, towards, like, Concord and, right? No, like Castro Valley. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay. And what made you come to, I guess, Oakland? Why Oakland? Uh, Well, I went to school at SF State, and then just, like, Oakland opened up afterwards, and I was like, I don't want to live in the suburbs. Like, I want... Like, I don't want to live in San Francisco either. Oh, yeah, and then San Francisco was too... Well, actually, like, I lived in San Francisco for a little bit, but it was, like, too cramped. It was, like, too many people. I was like, I need to spread out. So I was like, let me go to Oakland, so... 
Yeah, I've been here for a while, yeah. All right. And then what you said, what do you do? So right now I work as an independent contractor and I do branding and content strategy. But really what I do is I help people and organizations do storytelling um, in order to make a bigger impact in the world. Oh, nice. Very, very cool. And the way that me and Vicente met, when people say, how did you make Vicente? Uh, my response is always, through the gay world. Literally. We're both gay. gay. We we're both in Oakland. Hey! Yeah. Like, how do you not meet any other person that's, like, gay, queer, queer and Latinx, person of color? It's, like, like, only a matter of time. Exactly. We're like, gonna meet. And, yes. and we just clicked. We became friends. And I was like, alright, bitch, we're friends now. Hey. Um, alright, so that was who you with. And we're gonna transition right into, how was your week? I try to say, like, Wendy Williams. I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, so, like, I, I felt how was your week um which oh my god wendy williams telling t oh we'll talk about it later about like the locklear and massimo and her daughters that was that was it all right so we already talked about who you are i'm I'm gonna skim through rupaul's drag race because like i was telling you something i'm kind of over it Mm -hmm. like i did not watch the last episode i don't i think that was episode three I'm not sure. Yes, that's right. I'm not sure. I just know, all I did is I watched, like, the recap. Like, there's, like, a recap show on YouTube, and that's what I watched, and I knew what happened. And then everybody was talking about, like, the six-person lip sync. What? what, No. So apparently there was a six-person lip sync, and all six Six girls in the team, the bottom team, like, lip sync against each other. Uh Vicente, that shit was a mess. It was so messy to watch, like... People were falling off the stage, like, headdresses came off, wig reveals happened and nobody cared about. Um, it was a shit show. And I feel like at this point, RuPaul is just trying to do anything that he doesn't that hasn't done before for, like, shock value. Oh, yeah. That's and it's it no is. longer, like, it's so produced. It's so fucking produced. Like, I'm like... Uh, I don't want to watch this. And I feel like I have to, like, at least know what's happening. Because people in our circles will talk about it. Right, right, right. And if I don't know know. what's happening, then, like... You don't want to be that person that doesn't I don't want to be that person. Like I just was right now. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so Honey Davenport went home. Um, I was not expecting her to go home because I heard a lot of really cool things about her. Um, There's this thing in New York that she did that I I heard about her before she did it, which was um, apparently she was the host of like this night at a bar Mm -hmm. and she would always like book queens of color um and like the go-go dancers would be like go-go dancers of color because she was like the main host and apparently the owner was like oh um he didn't like the flyer and the he was like if we can put like a beautiful man on the flyer because right now it says it feels like it's like going to be like an urban night and she didn't say anything about it, but then when she was supposed to perform... Urban, that's very coded language. Exactly. Way, like, but then when she was supposed to uh, perform, uh-huh. she apparently, like, told them off on stage Ooh, and so told, like, everybody so at the bar what had happened. And I was like, bitch, uh, I, I'm here for that. Yes. But, like, they never gave her that storyline or everything or anything. I did see that, like, people were talking shit about Plastique, mm-hmm. because apparently on the main stage she said that she doesn't know pop culture, because they didn't know who Mariah Carey was. 
And she was like, I don't know pop culture. I was born in Vietnam, and I don't know what pop culture is. And a lot of girls are, like, giving her shit. But I was like, no. I was like, it kind of makes sense. That's outside of her context. Like, exactly. Yeah, how would she know she didn't grow up like that? Because I was like, yeah. I always tell people I grew up in the Spanish 90s because, like, I don't know. I never, I didn't find out about, like, 90s shit, like, 90s music, like, English 90s music or English 90s shows, like, French Prince of Bel-Air, like, movies. Like, I didn't see Two Warm Foo or Showgirls till I was, like, an adult because, mm-hmm. like, it was all, like, novelas or, like, Los Temerarios. So right, and to you, that's thing. your pop culture, You right? see what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I understood where she was coming from. Like, she probably only knows, like, Vietnamese pop culture because, like, she's an immigrant and, like, her parents are immigrants and she got here when she was 12 years old, apparently. But all these girls who are like, giving her shit are like, oh, how do you not know pop culture? Hate how are you a drag queen it. and not know pop culture? That was one thing we were talking shit about. And they were talking shit about Aquaria. I mean, not Aquaria. Akiria. I, their names all sound the same. Because apparently, you know how there's a Muslim queen on the show? Oh, no. So there's a Muslim queen, and they were asking her about her religion. And Akira was like, so, like, what do you do at church? And she was like, we don't have a church. And she's like, what do you mean you don't have a church? And he's like, no, it's a mosque. Mm-hmm. And she was, and, and Kira was like, but, like, who do you pray to? Like, who, like, where do you pray to Jesus? And they were like, girl, like, Muslim people don't pray to Jesus. Well, hello. And she was like, who the hell do you pray? to then and then somebody was like to Allah and she was like who the hell is Allah and like the Muslim queen looked like she was so uncomfortable and she just walked away and yeah, I was like I bitch yeah, like, like that was so ignorant and rude yeah, exactly like, anyways I did say I was gonna skim through it so oh, oops. Okay, yes, if you want to if you want to know anything about RuPaul's Drag Race go ahead and listen to What's a Tech which is a, an amazing podcast that they talk about RuPaul's Drag Race oh, that's how I catch up on it it's um Joe Kim Booster and Nicole Byer are the host of it and their friends. So it's really funny. So y'all should go listen to it. They gave me a shout out, so I'm giving them a shout out. Oh, hey. So, uh, all right, we're going to move on to the next topic, which is uh, Jesse Smollett. Oh, I have lots to say about that. I have so much, I have so many feelings. Go ahead, please start. Start. I'm well, gonna I'm gonna sip on this soju, and well, I'm not trying to have a shot with soju. Well, it's like f- 16 charges against. Like what? What the fuck? It's like huh? he, he he he. Like there's 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 no reason that that it should, and there's so many other athletes, famous people that have lied about like drugs they've taken or other shit that they've done. I've gotten so much less. It's like why? Is or they don't even get prison time or anything. Yeah, it's it was this. It's just. Absolutely ridiculous. And it's like totally not even, it's taking the focus off of the real issue, which it doesn't negate the fact that like hate crimes do happen exactly. and that's real. And also, I think the other thing that people aren't talking about is that, that there's so much competition within the entertainment industry. It's like, what, what is the root cause of that driving people to do this to begin with? Yeah. It's because of all, you know, there's so much pressure to like, you know, get a top and, and competition. Like, to get a top? Yeah. Top well, yeah, that almost, too. That's hard. That's they're like, like unexistent. There's no tops. Like, and bitch. good ones, you know, because there's good what, ones. That, yeah, you don't want the ones bitch. that are shitty. Yeah. Us burst people have to become tops. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, back to Justin <laughs> Smollett. Yes, like you were saying. Yeah. I'm sorry, that is not the soju speaking. That's me speaking. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you have not heard about it, Justin Smollett got indicted with 16 felony counts by a grand jury. Indicted means that like he's been accused of it, so he's not like found guilty yet. But if he is found guilty, I believe, like, it's, like, up to, like, 67 years in prison, which I was, like, 
What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Which, this happened the same day that that rich white man who stole millions of dollars, who worked on the Trump campaign, uh, only got three and a half months for, like, stealing all this money, remember? Like, he was supposed to get, like, at least, I think it was, like, 45 years, he only got three and a half years. That's ridiculous. And he's probably going to go to a really nice prison and shit. But yeah, so like this just shows it's another instance of like the double standard for people of color and white people in the justice system. I'm like, 16 fucking counts? Yo. That's like, was way excessive. Like, and like, what did he do illegal? Like, so like, well, they're saying that he lied in a police report. First of all, I didn't even know that it was like... I guess it's, obviously you shouldn't do that, but I didn't know yeah. it's like that illegal. Like you I mean, like yeah, he should be accounts. punished, but like yeah. sixteen fucking felony counts. Yo, if you haven't read about it, it's going to be on the upcoming. It's just a talk website. We'll talk about it at the oh, end of the oh, okay. of the podcast about that. So we did start the podcast with the one day at a time, mm. um, and it's because it got canceled. So and sad. you know, we Spanish live in this tears. canceled culture, and this is something that shouldn't be canceled, unlike Acelia Banks or Iggy Acelia. But yeah, so like, Netflix quote was that they canceled one day at a time because not enough people were watching it. How is that possible? It's like... Exactly. Okay. But yet, when it happened, it was the number one thing trending in the United States, and the one number one thing trending on Twitter worldwide. Like... To like not cancel, like the cancellation of one day at a time. Mm, sounds um, about white. Sounds about white. Hey. Yes. Uh, the pro- the producer and director of One Day at a Time uh, issued a statement saying that Netflix might not be their home, but that this is not oh. going to be the end of One Day at a Time, and they're looking for a new home, which is oh, exciting. Okay, so it's not going to end. I really hope it. Like Hulu or yes, something that else. That someone pick picks it up. that up. CBS, who knows? Come on, ABC. y'all. Someone pick up one day at a time. Univision, like, whatever. Stories of immigrant families, first generation families fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And um, all women, too. And yeah, stories of yeah. single women, they matter. Mm-hmm. Of queer children, they matter. That's Even though I'm still mad about like mm-hmm. how accepting they were of Elena when she came out. I was like, I don't, maybe I was personally mad because that's not the way it happened to me. <laughs> but I remember I was like, no, bitch, this is not the way it happened. That's true. <laughs> It's true. It's a little more traumatic for most for Latino of us. people. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, but you know, maybe the young people need that narrative. Maybe you know, I don't know. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. I feel you. Uh, we're gonna move on to uh, so a second person was cured of HIV recently. So HIV is reported cured in a second patient, a milestone in global AIDS like epidemic. Completely. Wow. Completely. So it says the scientists have long tried to duplicate a procedure that led to the first long-term remission 12 years ago. So that was the first person that got cleared for HIV was 12 years ago. 12 years oh, later, there's a pers- second person in London that I guess their HIV and AIDS got cleared. Um, and recently I was seeing, a, I've been seeing a lot about um, being, it's not, positive and it's not negative. What's the word that I'm Undetectable? Thinking? Undetectable. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a lot of talk about, like, trying to educate people about what, what undetectable means. means. Right, 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 right. And so do you, do you want to... Do you know a little bit more about it? Well, I watched that thing that was... His name's Joel Kim, right? Or, yes, Joel Kim. I just watched a little Instagram story. that That's how I learned about it, because he was posting about it. And he was saying that you can't... Yeah, if you have 
unprotected sex with somebody that's undetectable, like that's, there's a word that's the undetectable viral load, which means that the virus is in your body, but it's literally undetectable, so you can't spread it yeah. to somebody else. And he was saying that it has been tested true in over 50,000 cases where it's been, you know, transition undetectable, and because he's been 25,000 of those, like, unprotected condomless, like, examples, that that's what he knows. Oh, yeah, because he has a lot of sex. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, yes. Joking Booster has a lot of sex. Joking Booster, if you listen to this and you come to the Bay Area, would love to come in the closet with you and record and maybe we it's can stay in my room, like, you know? Drinks, it's like... We're already in my room, so <laughs> I can be your 25,001. <laughs> I think he's so fucking hot. That's yeah, well, me. I mean, that's very, that's very He's true. very handsome. Very hot, yes, um, yes. I'm sorry, that was just a random shout-out for Joe Kim Booster. <laughs> If you're uh, so you wanted to talk about this, uh, which is the Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker, Cory Booker, Cory Booker, there you go, correct. confirmed a relationship. I had not heard about this. Yeah, oh yeah, this is hot off the press. This is like just happened. Like TMC. you are getting it. You are getting it right now as it's happening. Live updates. So apparently, before <laughs> there was rumors going around, like they were seen together, like you know, coming out of movies, blah 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 blah. But, of course, it wasn't confirmed. But I think either, like, yesterday or this week, like, literally, like, Rosario Dawson confirmed. She's like, yes, we are dating. So What does this mean for his presidential run? Exactly. So part of me is, like, it's like, well, are they, like, cooking up? Because he's, like, running for president. Because that, like, lo- the optically, that looks really good. Like, I love Rosario Dawson. And also Rosario Dawson is one of the founders of Voto Latino. I don't know if you knew that. <gasps> That's so right. So Rosario That's Dawson right. um, will... Wilder Valderrama, and I think there's two other people. I can't think well, of the American other two people. No, no, she worked with them, but she's not one of the founders. They're the founders of Voto Latino, mm-hmm. who was founded like ten years ago, I believe. Um, and that would be like, I don't know if he's trying to win the Latino vote. So right. he's like, oh, like just date Rosario Dawson, and I get Voto Latino to support me. I don't know. I mean, I feel at this point they just need. To, I I've said it before. I believe there's 16 candidates at this point. Oh yeah, is it? They're all you mean the shit. Democratic? Yeah, right? yeah. There's a shit. They all have the problematic one. Like Cory Booker's way yes. like, connected to pharma and the Wall Street. All this shit. Economic. So I was thinking that like we should do it like a, a reality show, and they should just Ooh. need to start like lip syncing for their lives like once a Ooh. month, and like the top five get to actually run for the for the yeah. Fuck them. Because at this democracy. point, there's too many. <laughs> like bitch, like I don't even know who to root for. Well, Stacey Abrams it was saying that she hasn't, like, counted it out. And that's yet. another one. I'm right, like, oh, right, my God, right, Otro? Right. Like, there's... Yeah. Okay, let me... There's Bernie, there's Beto, there's Julian, there's Kamala, there's um, the gay one, um, the one from Massachusetts. What's her name? Oh, Elizabeth Warren. No. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. There's... I can't think of all of them. Cory Booker. There's too many. There's... Yeah, there's way too many. Anyways, so they are dating. So I don't know what that means for their relation... For his running, for their relationship, for the future of Voto Latino. So I guess we have to stay tuned for the update. So, well, as we sent it, because he's our new TMC. There you go. Here at, um He's our TMI. Oh, he, I'm, I'm the TMI correspondent. <laughs> yes, the Too Much Information <laughs> correspondent. I actually used Why to... Why would I do that? Yes! Oh, you used to I used to, I used to have a show in college, a radio what? show called the TMI Show. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, that's good. And my my, I guess my host name was Maori Boo. Ooh, so I used to do it with my friends. It was MB Elite Tease. 
Mm. Now, Ellie G, Melissa Tease, and Maori Boo bring you TMI, the Too Much Information Show. Oh, then College Girl. I don't know that's what I was good. doing in my life. No, that's good. You were doing the right things. Apparently. Yes. There you go. Um, all right, so tell me the next thing you want to talk about was Lily Sings. Oh, Lily Sings. Yeah. Okay, she's getting tell me own about Late Show on NBC, which I think is really. It's. it's it's really telling because right now it's like that we don't have any like women period and if you look at late night TV shows it's like all white men you're it's, right it's, it has been that way for since the like beginning literally like the beginning of te- I mean I could be wrong but I literally you know you talk about diversity and inclusion in the media and where there's made some progress but I don't I can't I can't think of literally any late night TV host that's even that been a, a woman female or even been not white Oh. Well, there was a George Lopez show. That's right. That's right. But was it... Oh, but... It was Late late Night. Okay, so that's... I'm trying to think if there's any other people of color that had a late night show. Yeah, I can't think of any. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the fact that we have to, like, try to think about it, that's not a good Yeah, so who is Lily... Oh, she's a YouTube star. Yeah, she had, like, over, like, 14 million views. She has a YouTube channel. Um, And it's going to be a little late with Lily Singh. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. going to be on NBC. It's going to start in September. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. an Indian-Canadian entertainer uh, who's going to be taking over Carson Daly, who stepped away from the last call with Carson Daly. Mm-hmm. Taking His... down a white man, which is great. Oh, I do remember the Carson Daly show. Oh, you mean to, uh, Total Request Live? Yes, oh, there you go. Oh, that's yeah, where yeah, you yes. started, TRL, right? Yes, yes girl, TRL. That was, like that was a shit. long Ooh, time ago, a, girl. That was like Backstreet Boys. There's the people on, who listen to this podcast not going to know what we're talking about, <laughs> like, girl. Where, oh, my God. I just recently, I talked about that with somebody. How, like, now oh, there's God. a generation under us. They don't know. And they don't even know what, like, life before yeah. smartphones was. Exactly. Or we're Instagram. like that middle we're generation that where we, like, know the life before and the life after. This is yeah. So, like, I was talking to one of my friends recently, and I was like, yeah, because, like, we're our generation. But then the younger generation, which is, like, 20, 21, 22, 23, even maybe 24. Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z. Z. That's Gen Z. Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's going to uh, wrap up our topics for How Was Your Week? And we're going to move on to the next segment, our question of the week. We'll see Ooh. you there. I am expensive, bitch. I'm Ooh, very expensive. And that's okay to be expensive. This is why I don't work in the corner. Because people, bitch, can't, you can't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, our question of the week. Uh, this week, uh, we wanted to ask, what is white savior complex? So the reason why this was brought up was because I was watching the Academy Awards a couple weeks ago. Mm. And I started realizing that a lot of the movies that have won... Um, best picture have like a white person like, like the damn green book exactly God, because I didn't even know what the fuck it was until the green book was basically a movie about this famous queer black pianist that was traveling in the south but the whole movie was centered around his driver because he was I, one that saved him and allowed exactly. him to be safe. You know, and black. so all these movies are like, oh, they need a white person to save people of color. The same thing happened in The Help. The same thing happened in Hidden Figures. And a lot of times, these people are like fictional characters that are made up 
for Hollywood. So, like, in Hidden Figures, um, the white man, he wasn't even a person that actually happened in the actual story. And in The Help, the person who wrote, like... I mean, I guess that's a book, but still, like, a lot of these characters are made up just to, like, have, like, a white person save the person of color and show that, like, racism is over. So, there's a lot of ways that you see, like, white savior complets being done. So, we were talking about it right now. Um, What are some experiences that you've had with white savior complets, I guess? I mean, I think just working in nonprofit, it is, like, literally central zone for white women with white savior complex. It's like, you know, like one of those nature TV shows where you're like, you're like, you're like in the wild of the nonprofit and it's like, here you see the white woman in her white savior complex trying to save the people of color. It's like, that is like literally... Oh my God, that is so (laughs) accurate. Yes. I think for me, the last, when I started realizing white savior complex, and even though I say a lot of great things about Teach for America because Teach for America has opened a lot of doors, a lot of the teachers that teach to teach for america are like white white women women or white guys who like have this like white savior complex and a lot of things that they'll say that make you realize that's what they are say well i grew up very privileged and i when i realized my privilege i just wanted to give back for a couple years i wanted to help the children it's always that's their start that's if that's your starting point for wanting to help people that's exactly now i'm like bitch like you're a white savior like are you kidding me and there's like other things that come with white savior complex like white tears or white fragility um white i don't accept white tears (laughs) i don't accept white tears either (laughs) bitch no (laughs) Uh, a couple years ago i worked with tfa like during their summer institute Uh so like training new teachers and i remember those girl that would always cry and she was a white girl (laughs) and i remember um there was an instant there was an Instant where, like, a, this boy got in a fight with another boy, and he had gotten in a couple fights already, and during summer, we're, like, very strict, because it's summer school, our teachers are training, they're not real teachers, so he was gonna get kicked out, and mm-hmm. she literally, like, fell to the ground crying, and I was she like, was why so are you crying? Boy? Yeah. Oh. She's like, I was like, why are you crying? She's like, I just feel so bad for him, his life has been so hard, and I just couldn't help him, and I literally, I was like, get up, and she's like, no, I'm just, I was like, get up, I was like, like You're, this is not you happening crying? to you, first of all, yeah, I was yeah. like, you crying is not going to help him, yeah. I was like, you crying is just gonna make people feel bad about you, and drawing attention to yourself, yes, <laughs> and I was not like, about you. I was like, no, we are not doing this right now, and then I literally <laughs> walked literally away, that? yeah, we're not doing this, yeah, and oh, I said, good, we're not doing good, this right good, now, good, yes. And I walked yeah. away, and I was like, you have five minutes to get back to your classroom. Oh, if yes. not, then you you're going to get rid of that. those white And tears. so she, like, wiped her tears, and she got back in the classroom. And, and then I had a conversation with her after. I was like, look, when you teach, like, in this beginning of the year, where you do, whether you teach for two years or three or the rest of your life, you can't fucking do this. Like, you're a fucking white woman. You need to understand mm-hmm. your privilege. Yep, like, yep, 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 these yep. children know what they're going through. You don't need to remind them that their life is hard. They know their life is hard. Yeah. Your job is to teach them. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I cannot do this working with white people. What did people. she say? What was her reaction? She was, just like, she was okay. just, like, quiet and, like, taking it. 
but like which I appreciated. Okay. But like those are like white tears. White fragility. Can you explain what white fragility is? White fragility is like basically like white people like get offended extremely easy. Like if you ever bring up race or mm-hmm. talk about the privilege that they have, it's and then the white tears come up and yes, that's very funny. Yes. And all of this in like work nonprofit world or any work that has to do with like community or children or like helping underrepresented underrepresented communities, there's always going to be white people that are white saviors. And I think what I hate about that is that it takes away attention from white people that are actually doing work without asking for the... Um, what's the word? The tear buckets collecting. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're just doing the work because they believe in the work, not because they want, like, a pat on the back or they want, like, something out of it. Mm -hmm. Usually white saviors, they want, like, I don't know, awards or something out of it. Or, like, oh, shout out to Becky because she helped little Jose with his SAT score. I don't know. Or shout out to Becky whose parents paid for their education to get into a school. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yes. We're going to go there. All right. We're going to move on to our next segment, which is our POC uh, or our Queer Excellence of the Week. We'll see you there. Uh, that song was for all my uh, future daddies. Uh, I want clothes designers. And you, you know. ain't buying them. Yes, and I'm not buying them. You know, they're buying for you. And if I don't, if they don't buy them, then I don't want them. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't oh. want it. <laughs> not one time. Yes. He's not the one. Not the one. I'm not the one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our next segment, our POC of the week, or our Queer Excellence of the Week. This week we have two people. Our first person is my lovely best friend, if I was Oprah Winfrey, which I'm not because obviously we're recording for a fucking closet. I didn't ask. How does it feel to be back in the closet? Uh, you know, it feels very liberal. I feel like we're reclaiming the space now. Yes, reclaiming. Yes. Space. Yes. Y'all know that I record from a closet, so it's a very cute closet, by Thank the way. Thank you. Yes. I forced my friends to go back in the closet. How long ago did you come out? Ooh, maybe like 10, 10 11 years ago. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So it's been eleven years since you've been in a closet. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, bitch. Ooh, oh <laughs> shit, it's the cute closet. Though. Yes, y'all can. If y'all come and visit me, y'all can raid my closet. Just keep my clothes. I was just telling you how most of these clothes that I have are not my clothes. <laughs> Welcome back to POC Creations of the Week. But I have to say this: I would, and he had never heard this. A lot of the clothes that I have are not mine. They're like come ups. And by that, I mean, like, clothes that, like... Men that you've dated. Men that I've dated. Mm-hmm. And then they broke my heart, so I kept their clothes. And Which is fair. Which yeah. is fair. Yeah. And it also saves me money on really cute clothes. Exactly. So, at my, the jeans and the shirt that I'm wearing right now, he was like, oh, these are cute. Where did you get it? I was like, actually, I don't know. It's not mine. It's a come up. <laughs> nice. So, yes, bitch. Hey. You break my heart. I keep your clothes. <laughs> okay, so our first... Uh, I think uh, our first person of color of the week is Gail King. Mm-hmm. So a couple mm. weeks back, Gail King did this interview with um, the child molester. What's his name? 
Um, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. You see, people already automatically know when I say child molester that it's Robert Kelly. His, oh, I didn't true. even know his real name was Robert until Gail either. King was trying to calm yeah. him down. Robert. <laughs> Robert, can we continue the interview? Robert, are you sure? Robert, why would n- why would we not? believe them. Like, Gail King <laughs> not having it. Not such, having it. She was not having it. She is there. a G. She is a G. Like, I loved all these memes that were going around, like, black women against the world, black yeah. women against this, because literally, she was so composed. She needs a fucking Emmy for that fucking interview. Um, like, bitch, I would have, I, I would have, like, gotten up my chair, because he, when he got up and started screaming, I thought he was going to hit her. Loki thought he was going to hit her. Um, and, like, his publicist had to come and, like, help him, calm him down and shit. And she was calm, and she just was asking the hard questions. When he was like, no, Oh, I'm not. It's like, well, I don't necessarily believe that. And I was like, bitch, you, yes, right. yes, go King, right. tell him. And that was all him. Like, what she was doing is she was forcing him to confront himself. Mm-hmm. By not giving him any energy, he had to take all that and, like, deal with it. And yeah. that's why it was so explosive. Oh, yeah. I like this anal- anal- analytical look at the interview. This is true. Someone goes to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that once you get to a certain age, therapy is a must, okay? It's like a spa treatment. It's a know, spa like... treatment. Like, some people do their nails, some people sit in a couch and talk their problems out. Yeah. I like both. You could do both. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> and our next person of color of the week is Jaden Smith. Ooh. And no, not because he was on his mom has the red table mm. which th- if y'all have not watched oh, the red oh, table right. interview the red t- I love with Jordan uh, Woods y'all need to watch that we're not gonna talk about Jordan Woods cause like one thing that I did say is I would never talk about the that family mm-hmm. in this not not the not the Will Smith family the other family the family that's not famous for anything Mm-hmm. I will never talk about them on this podcast. I'm in the podcast, okay. so that's why we're not talking about okay. Jordan Woods no, no, and no, that no. family. Okay, um, but Jaden Smith, uh, you know, he took it upon himself to make sure that people in Flint have clean water. So even though our president is tweeting up in storm all weekend, um, it was like I think he tweeted like I think it was like a total of sixty tweets all weekend. The president, like, yes, oh. well. Not my president. Well, yeah, DJT. Sorry. I'm sorry. DJT tweeted like 60 times this week, and I'm like, who the fuck tweets that much? Like, I don't even tweet that much. That's excessive. Um, instead of like fixing the crisis in Flint, he's mm-hmm. tweeting. So Jaden Smith took it up on himself to uh, bring a water company, a mobile water flotation system to Flint. Uh, it is called the Water Bots, and he basically is having people um, in Flint, you know, get clean water, and he has, he's Imagine put a couple that. in yeah. Michigan. Flint is in Michigan, right? Flint is in Michigan. Yes, right. a couple in Michigan um, out of his own money uh, and making sure that people in Flint have water. Uh, it's a free bottled water program that he set up at different churches so that people can go and get their water. And it filters like dirty water. And it filters dirty water so that people can get water uh, and drink it. Because uh, right now people can't use the water to drink or even to shower, I think, because of ridiculous. how dirty it is and how disgusting it would be. So shout out to Gail King for being, you know, the representative of what black women go through every day and they just mm-hmm. have to stay calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and to Jaden Smith for just being 
kick ass. I heard he's like queer. Oh, he like is that. very queer. Have you seen yes. like his fashion? Do you follow him on IG? Yeah, it I is need to. iconic. Okay. And actually, that is one of his songs. It's called Iconic. Really? I think I'm 99.9% sure his song is called Iconic. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Jaden Smith, go follow him on Instagram. Yes. I'm going to go follow him right now, too. Uh, we're going to go see you in the next segment of the podcast, our Today in the Country. Ooh. Don't think about it. Nah, nah, don't think about it. That is I Got the Juice by Janelle Monet. I really want to do this in drag. Ooh. And then, like, make myself, like, a Capri Sun-looking dress. And have, like, a straw oh. coming out of my head. Oh. So I look like a juice. Oh, yeah. Because the song is called I Got the Juice. And, like, have a squirt bottle and, and spray. Ha- and have a and squirt, like, oh, juice. Um, yeah. Or, like, even, like, a little Nerf gun and squirt, like, squirt oh, juice yeah, on yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be like, a good idea. I got the juice. Literally. I'm sorry. Oh, I literally, yeah, totally. That's when I heard this song, that was the imagery that I got. Okay. Anyways, welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, Today in the Country, where we talk things that are happening in the country. We talk them through. Uh, we kind of talk shit about them, but not really, because that's not our talking shit portion. Uh, usually, the today in our country is revolves around DJT. You know who DJT is, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's what I call that guy in the White House. Oh, DJT. Because his name is Donald J. Trump. Oh, so number DJ, 45. Okay. Number 45. DJ, DJT. DJT. But this week is kind of connected with DJT, but I'm tired of talking about DJT. Mm. So the first thing we're going to talk about is recently a sits man was found dead in Missouri, in Ferguson, Missouri, and is the sits protester connected to the all to the Black Lives Matter Ferguson. movement in Ferguson, Missouri, um, they have been found weirdly dead. Like there's been six men that have been found dead and a lot of activists are been saying that you know, they they're thinking that this is like the government doing it. So two of them were found dead inside a car that somebody burned. So they That's were burned alive. Not a coincidence. Three others were apparently they committed suicide, and the one that just died, he was he apparently was taking a bus somewhere and he just collapsed and like died, and they were saying it was an overdose. Now a lot of people are speculating that just like they did, we are talking about it right now. Um, in the sixties, they did it with um, Black Panthers with Cointel the Black Pro. Mm-hmm. That was the actual name of the program. Yes, yeah. and so they were monitoring the Black Panthers and killing them, and they were denying Documented. it at the time yeah. and documenting it. And we didn't find out about this till like years later. Right. So now it's like known fact, but back then it's not. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people are saying, well, if you did this to the Black Panthers, how can we assure that the government is not doing this to the Black Lives Matter movement? Since the government considers the Black Lives Matter movement a a terrorist group, which um, just off the topic, did you read that article recently that said that 100 percent of terrorist attacks made in 2018 in the United States were by white supremacists? I did see that. I saw that. 
And yeah, it was a white men. Mm-hmm. By white all men, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of them. Like the school shootings, right? All the school shootings, all the like the 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 deaths. I think it was like two or more people. If they kill two or more people, then it's considered like a terrorist attack. Especially if it was like a politically or racially. Um, What's the word? Char- Charged. There you go. Yeah, Thank motivated, you. Oh my God. Or, yeah. or motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, so just think about it that way because white supremacists or white nationalists have, are not considered a terrorist group, mm-hmm. but yet the Black Lives Matter movement people are. Right. So, and they've killed no one. And they've killed no one. Exactly. Zero. But, so six of them have been found dead, and a lot of the protesters are afraid that they're going to be nets if the government is doing this. Uh, so what do you think? Um, I mean, I think it's it's crazy because, you know, this stuff also happened, I think, immediately of, like, Latin America. Yeah, this about Acidos, like, what happened in Mexico City with all the students. Yeah, And and what literally what happens in every single Latin American country. What's happening in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Usually connected to U.S. intervention, although sometimes To, like, U.S. coups? Coups, right? All of that. I mean, so it's like how, you know, and that's, like, all of that is also documented and proved that people, you know, the U.S. did that, too. So you're right. It's like, how are we supposed to like how how could you trust especially when it's like so obvious it's like okay all these six people were tied to Ferguson and it's like the deaths for random. and they were like the leaders of like the protests and now they're all like suicides and their cars are burned or they just collapse dead like this is too much of a coincidence that's yeah, what I'm that's, saying that's too much yeah that's too much of a coincidence demasiado girl demasiado yeah. we on to you government we on to you I know you're probably listening through my phone <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing we're gonna talk about I guess it's kinda connected to DJT so the budget for next year was I guess presented and in the budget Betsy the boss is going to cut 7.1 billion from the education department billion. it's going to be cutting uh, food programs at the school programs like all these programs that she deems not working and all these programs are programs that help people of color low income communities and a lot of the money that she's cutting it from she's guiding it to like help charter schools or help the um what she calls parent choice programs. Um, And parent choice programs are usually, they choose the school that they want to go to, but usually the the charter schools that are parent choice are usually for-profit schools. So... Benefits them. Yeah, so in the end, it's going to benefit Betsy DeVos because, like, her family benefits from charter schools. Oh, because she has a lot invested in it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. This is why it was a big deal that she's in charge of the UK. Because, like, bitch, anything that you do is going to benefit you. Because of her companies and her family. Exactly. And so, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know we called her a cunt, a bitch, all words. Because, like, we just hate her. Like, I personally hate her. And I know a lot of people hate her, too. So, yeah. Fuck Betsy DeVos. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, um, she sounds like a total cunt to me. I don't know a lot about her, but if you're going to cut, you know, billions of dollars in education... Not millions, billions. Billions with a B. Uh-huh, with a B, because she's a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. B for a bitch. Uh, all right, so that's all I'm going to say about today in the country. Uh, we're gonna, there's a lot of things going on in the country right now that... I'm probably mostly going to talk about when we talk shit, um, because I am upset a lot of things that are happening. Um, Yeah, so we're going to move on to our next segment, our Hoy en el Mundo. So I'll see you there. 
Qué perra, mi amiga. Usually, when the song comes on, people point at me. Oh. Ah, I'm just kidding. I'm the perra. You should point right back at the lane and be like, like you the perra. And then I'll be like, what, me? Oh, yeah. I'll start twerking or something. Welcome back to the show, to our next segment of Hoy en el Mundo, where we talk about things that are happening in the world because the U.S. is not the center of the universe, baby. That's right. That's what I used to tell my students. Whenever they would Mm. complain about shit, I'd be like, the world, the universe does not revolve around you, sweetie. Like, yes, it does. I'm like, unless your name is Sun. Then no. Exactly. Unless you're a billion-year-old star. Then no. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of times we forget because we live in the U.S. Mm. And we feel like the world does revolve around us, but it doesn't. It does not. The first thing we're going to talk about is a sad thing that happened this week. Uh, How many deaths were they? I don't know. I believe there was like... So far, it was like 48 or something like that. So more than 40 people died uh, in New Zealand last week because there was a mass murder, a terrorist, a white supremacist terrorist that went into a mosque and killed more than 40 Muslims uh, in the mosque where they were in prayer. In a place of prayer. Like, exactly. Like ridiculous. The crazy shit is that it, this asshole, this piece of shit, like, live-streamed it. And, like, you can see while he's talking to the camera and he say what he's gonna do. He walks in and he just starts shooting people. It's crazy. Like, I was telling, um... Vicente, that I started watching the video and I had to stop it because I was like, I can't watch this. Like, I would not be able to be like. Ooh. It like literally looked kind of like you know when you were playing when we were kids and you I don't know if you ever played Goldeneye Mm-mm. and like you just look like you just see the gun walking and you start shooting people. Oh right! But it was like you, it was real people. Which is the crazy part. So, immediately after this happened, New Zealand, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, which is a woman, uh, they put a bill in to, like, ban automatic weapons. So, all automatic weapons are going to be banned in New Zealand after this happened. Oh, good. And it happened once. How many times has it happened here in the United States? And, and we haven't done shit thank for you. gun control? Thank you. It was funny because when I saw that New Zealand is going to ban automatic weapons, I reposted it on Facebook and I, I said, wait, did they even give thoughts and prayers a chance? It seems to be working great for the United States. <laughs> oh, the read. The like, read. why didn't they give thoughts and prayers yeah. a chance? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe just try not having the freaking gun to exactly. begin with. Exactly. And like, so it's no need. really interesting to me how desensitized we are. Like, I was sad about it, but we're so used to, like, these things happening that I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Like, thought like what the hell but then i moved on with my life right because there's so many it's like there's been way too many shootings it's it's like, like, we ha- shouldn't have to have to desensitize no. it. it's ridiculous it's crazy hmm. so prayers to people in new zealand uh one thing that's been happening is a lot of people have been going to mosques all over the world hmm. and showing up with flowers showing up with condolence con- con- not condolence condolences, what, condolences. condolences. Mm-hmm. um i'm sorry i'm a ell i'm a second language learner condolences to uh the muslim community and the crazy part is that the guy was quoting like things that Trump has said. Oh hell no. Which is this like is why he's so the dangerous. impact that he's having not just here but like 
in the world. Globally. And like, God. like RuPaul impact, but like on a different like on a negative, different negative exactly. asshole level. Well, uh, I thought it was really beautiful that the um the people came together to do the, the traditional haka. For them, did you see that the the Maori people? I did I see that. that. Was such a beautiful, like like solidarity action, mm-hmm. right? That was very. Beautiful. And also, I want to give a shout out, a special shout out to Egg Boy, which oh. we'll talk about later. But um, there was uh, this Australian senator. His name is Fraser Annie. He said some shit. We're going to talk about it when we talk shit because he's an Ooh. asshole. But I want to give a shout out to the little white boy who cracked an egg on the senator's Ooh. egg. I mean, head. head yeah. And then he got put into jail. There was like a, uh, a GoFundMe started for the kid and it raised millions of dollars. And he used some of it to like get out of jail, obviously. Right. And the rest, the little boy is donating to all the families of the people who died in the mosque. Oh so say like, yes, little boy. Oh my yes. God, my oh my God, heart. our future is okay. Oh like, my yes, God. the children are gonna be okay. See, it's we, but this we need these young people that are standing up and doing this. Yes, you know? Amen. And I can't think of his name right now, and I know you guys are gonna remind me. But yeah, so shout out to him. Uh, people are calling him Egg Boy. So yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Egg Boy. Uh, now we're moving from New Zealand and we're going all the way to the south of Africa where a couple of days ago there was a cyclone in Mozambique, which is right next to uh, Madagascar and like Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe, right above South Africa. Uh, so far there's been about a thousand people that have died uh, and the count keeps going up and it the cities that were hit in Zimbabwe, they are just completely destroyed. It's a tornado? It's a cyclone. Oh, cyclone. Was, is that a I'm different? I'm not sure. I think it's like a water tornado. Oh, oh. It's even worse. Okay, this okay, is crazy because I wasn't sure either. I know it's a natural disaster. Right. Well, then it makes me think, like, is this climate change? Do they usually have cyclones? Like, that sounds... Okay, let's ask Wikipedia. Wikipedia. In meteorology, a cyclone is a large-scale air mass that rotates around a strong center of low atmospheric pressure. Oh, all science. Cyclones are characterized by inward spiral winds that rotate about a zone of low pressure. So it is a tornado. It's like a water tornado. Oh, it's a water tornado. Yeah. Oh, I see it there in the water. But it kind of looks like a... What's the other one? The tornado? No. It looks like a hurricane. hurricane. Oh, oh, it's a cyclone and a hurricane. The only difference between a hurricane and a cyclone and a typhoon is the location where the storm occurs. Hurricanes, cyclones, and typhoons are all same weather phenomenon. We just use different names for these storms in different places. Mm-hmm. In the Atlantic and Northeast Pacific, it's a hurricane. Uh, Why is I, that? So depending on the location of the I'm world, I'm so interested is that now. Because of racism? I don't know. I don't know. It's In cool the enough. Atlantic and Northeast Pacific, it's a hurricane. The same type of disturbance. In the Northwest Pacific, it's a typhoon, and cyclones occur in South Pacific and Indian Ocean. Okay. Wow. Okay. But it. I mean, it looks like a it's fucking tornado in the water. Like a tornado. That's the weirdest. It's like a big swirl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, I thought I was smart until you I, asked that, I and I was no like, wait, I ain't got no, so <laughs> let's ask Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, so that was what's happening in El Mundo. We're going to move on to my favorite part of the Ooh. 
podcast. We talk. We talk some tea. Ooh. We talked some true. We drank some soju. And we're not having a shot with soju. Sorry, girl. We're not your sisters. Um, and now we're going to talk some shit. So yes. we'll see you on our favorite section where we get to talk some shit. So let's do it because it's my favorite thing to do. It's what ooh, I do ooh, best. Ooh, can't wait. Like, can't wait. I wish I could put this on a fucking resume. What oh, are your. Oh my God, if I could no, do this resume. So good, you'd be the best. <laughs> what is like your. Um, your skill set? My skill set. Talking shit. Talking shit. <laughs> Number one skill. Top Number skill. Number one skill. Top skill. Talking <laughs> shit. If you know any jobs that talking shit is a top skill, get at, get at your girl. Get at your girl. <laughs> so we'll see you there. She's from Chicago. That was the new song, Chicago by the Vitson. And it's so fitting that we would have the Vitson start our talking shit portion. We're going to start talking shit about the GOP who had their CPAC. Uh, it's like their Republican convention. I don't know. Their hater rate. I don't convention. know. It, it's become like a Trump convention at this point. But when you entered, they had a... Uh, a huge poster and it showed like 9-11 happening and under it and it said never forget you said and under it they had a picture of uh, Representative Ilhan Omar and it said I am to prove that you have forgotten I was trying to like say that like you let me in, in fucking in the Senate or in, be a representative of the United States and I'm Muslim so like don't forget and it's just like the GOP again fueling Islamophobia and like hate. the blatant hate. That's like obvious. Like we literally just talked about people getting killed because they're Muslim, mm-hmm. and then this is fucking happening in America. So fuck you, GOP. Like uh, I guess MAGA country at this world. Like I feel like whenever people say they're Republicans, I automatically am like, oh, you must have voted for Trump. Right. Unless they tell me otherwise, I'm like. Uh, I don't trust you. Sorry. Trust How gone. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye, girl. Not even. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. <laughs> so, fuck you to GOP. This next one, I want to uh, just say a big fuck you to those 50 families, including Heather Locklear and uh, the girl from Desperate Housewives. What's her name again? Oh, I forget. I forget. That white lady from They're Desperate Housewives. Ladies. They're all white folk who p- bribed uh, college admissions to have their students, their That's children ridiculous. get into mm-hmm. uh, universities, uh, elite universities, and what's the word? Like Yale, Harvard. Um, oh, yeah. Ivy League. Ivy League. USC. Um, by faking that they were in sports or paying millions of dollars to fake their SAT scores and all this shit. And this is just the people that got caught, mind you. My, this, is, this is not everybody. This is the people that got caught. So That. That. This is a small section of what we <laughs> I, I was so su- I was not surprised. <laughs> but I was just surprised that they got caught. That's what mm-hmm, I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure all of us that went to college, we went to college with someone and we were we probably were like, bitch, what the fuck are yeah, you doing here? Exactly. You obviously don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And they're probably rich. They their parents probably like paid to put their name on a building and they were that's where they went to school. 
So, fuck you to all these white families. I just want to say, how do mediocrity have to be that you have the money to pay for, for tutors, for, like, test prep? You have the money to do all, all this shit. You already have the privilege as a white person, and you still have to be as a mediocre to your parents have to pay millions of dollars to take someone's spot so that you can go to this top elite university? Ridiculous. The midi, the what? What am I saying? Mediocrity. Yes, I said it right. The mediocrity. Oh my God, I'm learning English, y'all. English in Barreras is working. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, caucasity, actually. The caucasity, which is a new word they just added the dictionary. The caucasity. They better add it to the dictionary. <laughs> talking the about caucasity. that on the View, Joy Behar was talking about how also legacy admissions is like a racist oh, practice because when it was created, it was created so that immigrants would not be able to go to college. Literally to keep them out. Yes. yes. And so Megan McCain said that they, she doesn't think there's anything wrong with legacy admissions. Because her family benefited from it. Exactly. Hello, she's the <laughs> legacy admission herself to The View. The only reason she's on The View is because her dad is yeah, John she's, McCain. She's literally benefiting from the system of legacy. Like, hello, like, and, all that you have. Oh, we're surprised that you think it's nothing wrong with it? Fuck you, Megan McCain. You need to get you off the show. Like, get yeah. Megan McCain off. Like, hashtag get Megan off The View should be a hashtag. Megan by. Megan by. Bye. Hashtag Megan Bye. Uh, before we go to our final bonus wings, I just we talked about Egg Boy earlier, and uh, fuck you to Fraser Anning, which is the Australian uh, senator or something in, in their government that said that the reason why all these Muslim people got killed is because they decided to come to New Zealand and that they were continue to get killed if they continued to come. Basically, because they're existing. Like, how dare they exist? Thank you. In the world. Like, so this oh is God. why shout out to Egg Boy and fuck you, Fraser Anning. Um, and we're going to move on to our final bonus wings. Uh, in my friend Nathan's podcast, he calls it my bon- my final nuggets. But I call it my final bonus wings because I'm a little saucy. And we all know that wing bonus wings are just nuggets with sauce. True. So do you, you have a bonus wing, don't you, that you were going to say? Oh, yeah, like, I uh, wanted to let everybody know that the uh, Mi Existir Es Resistir conference is happening um, in Philly, May 17th and 19th, but actually it doesn't even matter that's in Philadelphia because it'll be live stream, and so it's really one of the first like, gatherings literally dedicated to building the power of the LGBTQ Latinx community. Um, it's organized by Familia Trans Liberation Movement. Um, so check it out. Um, FamiliaTQLM.org slash Encuentro 2019. You can go there, learn more about it, learn about Familia's work, um, and sign up for the live stream. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, and I want to say congrats to the Oakland High girls basketball team. They won CIF championship for the very first time ever. Uh, I want to say go watch us when it comes out this mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. watch it. And in the meantime, go watch Queer Eye, the new season. Um, it's good. Please, like, get yourself some good lotion up Kleenex because you're going to cry a lot if you, when you watch Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. And true. just a little yeah. message to my first-generation PLC college students who are currently in school throughout this whole, um, I guess, scandal of white people paying their way in. Bitch, you belong. 
Like, Uh, if anyone ever made you feel like you didn't belong or you didn't earn your way into the school that you're at, you do, bitch. So, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much to Vicente. Vicente, where can we find you on your social medias? At Vicente da Presente. Hey, I like it! Is that everything? Like... Snapchat, Instagram, what is it? Uh, it's just Instagram, but I'm mostly just down there. Okay, so, so go out, follow Vicente on Instagram at Vicente.Presente. And go ahead and follow me on all social medias, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Pornhub, OnlyFans, oh, at yes. It's Just a Talk. That's at It's Just a Talk. And if you want to ask me any questions and want to hear your question being answered at the podcast, go ahead and email me at podcast.itsjustatalk at g gmail.com. And with that, that's the end of episode 014. I want to thank Vicente so much for coming back in the closet with me. Because, you know, it is a journey to go out. So to come back, we are taking it back. What did you say? Reclaiming the space. We are reclaiming our space. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and leave you. Love you, y'all. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you on next episode. Bye. (laughs) 